0: Tell us a little bit, how did you get into CrossFit and what drives your passion for it?
1: Um, So I have a short and a long answer for you. The short answer is um, I got really into nutrition and just kind of learning like what's a good lifestyle to, you know, for a long, happy, healthy life. Mm -hmm. Um, I was at about, I want to say like 17 um, and I followed this blogger. Her name was Or her blog name is the healthy home economist Hmm. and um, she had a guest blogger whose name was Paula Jagger and she was an owner of a CrossFit um, CrossFit Jaguar huh so anyway so I read that um, I read that blog or the the post that she made Mm -hmm. and I was hooked because one I thought she was a badass she was 40 years old and had a six-pack super shredded and I was like man I want to be that at 40 um, and um, so I I clicked on her name uh-huh. and wanted to learn more about her mm-hmm. and then that kind of got me into CrossFit from there um, I looked up my local CrossFit gym yeah. um, and it was loco CrossFit for Loudoun County um, went there one time and the rest is history. That was, um, I guess, a decade ago. Wow. Yeah.
0: And I know kind of from the outsider's perspective, CrossFit looks pretty intense. So for people who are maybe interested or intimidated, what was your experience like going to CrossFit for the first time and how did you keep going through that?
1: That's a really good question. Um, I was intimidated walking into the gym. Mm -hmm. I was because, and I I was even more intimidated after my first workout because I about died or at least it (laughs) felt like it, and I saw all these other people that were just crushing it. They were like Mm. tripling my time. Um, And I remember even the coach, he was showing me a movement, what's Uh. called a GHD, Mm. and I said, um, I was like, ouch, my my thighs hurt a little bit, and he, he looked at me and he said, is it pain or soreness? And I was like, it's just really sore. And then he goes, okay, so suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh. But I mean, now I love GHDs mm-hmm. and, um, you know, they really build a strong core. So, uh, yeah, it was super intimidating at first. Mm-hmm. And the trainers were, the people were. Um, but the thing is, while they were intimidating, CrossFit also, and this is another thing that really mm-hmm. got me hooked, is that it's such a community. Like, it's so supportive. I was the last person finishing the workout my mm-hmm. first time doing CrossFit, and the entire class was cheering me on.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so, and I think that just really captures CrossFit.
0: Yeah.
1: It was intimidating, and it is intimidating when you first walk in, mm. but the community, is going to keep you coming back, and the community is going to make it mm. less intimidating, and the coaches are going to make it more accessible to you, and they'll they'll tell you when you're being a sissy, <laughs> and they'll tell you when okay you're right, like let's back off that a little mm. bit. So I mean, infinitely scalable and modifiable, yeah. and that's that's CrossFit, and that's part of why I absolutely
0: love it. Yeah. So there's a piece that's competitive, but there's also a piece that's very supportive mm-hmm. as well.
1: Yep. Awesome. definitely
0: yeah and so from that first crossfit workout fast forward like you said maybe about a decade now you're a co-owner of a crossfit gym what was that process like for you
1: so let's see i want to say um i guess i'll answer that by i when i first started crossfit i it just hook, line, and sinker, uh-huh. drank the Kool-Aid, all the CrossFit <laughs> jokes, insert, you know? Um, so I, I think about three years into it, I, I knew that one, it was going to be part of my life because mm-hmm. I just, I loved it. And number two, at some point in time, I wanted to own my own gym. I didn't know mm-hmm. when and I didn't know if it was just a pipe dream, but wow. I wanted to and I knew that that was just, I knew it was a passion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it got solidified when I coached for the first time. Um, and that was at Draken CrossFit. Uh-huh. And um, Corinne and Adrian Cech, they're super intelligent um, coaches and they love CrossFit and they're super competitive also. Yeah. But they were my mentors. Like they brought me into what it means to be a good coach, what mm. it means to break down movements, what it means to get people from A to B and reach their goals. They gave me that first, they gave me my foundation as a coach. Mm -hmm. And that experience really solidified, okay, I I really wanna own a CrossFit gym, you know? Um, And then I coached at CrossFit Almighty, and again, just awesome mentor, Mm -hmm. um, Doug Whitaker, the owner of CrossFit Almighty. Just like, loved the sport, loves Mm -hmm. the people, and so, anyways, seeing those awesome mentors and being yeah. mentored by them, mm-hmm. that really gave me a passion mm-hmm. to then want, know, have the skill and then want to do, like, I want yeah. to be them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I want to change people's lives like they did. Mm. And um, so that just really kept building the passion, if that makes yeah. sense. And so. Um, then about six months ago when I was approached um, mm-hmm. with the idea of opening this gym, it was kind of a no-brainer. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So that, I mean, that's kind of how it all started. Uh-huh. Um, you asked how uh, my passion, how did I yeah. grow the passion? So the. The nutrition piece that oh that was the short answer but it really was long but it was supposed to be the short answer um the long answer is um and this is probably where my heart is like as far as why i am so passionate about mm-hmm. crossfit when i was i think 13 uh-huh. um, i asked my parents this morning i said 13 i thought it was 15 but all that to say though i had dysfunctional eating um, eating disorder from the age of 13. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like what comes with that is it was deeply insecure over my body. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it meant to be um, healthy. I didn't know what that looked like. I uh. felt like I was kind of grasping for the wind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think our culture back then was beauty is stick figure. And okay. that just yeah. naturally is not my body type.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I was... Again, that kind of put me in this like difficult spot as a 13-year-old where you're yeah. really concerned about, about what people think. And I just didn't have the experience or knowledge of mm. what it meant to be healthy, yeah. paired with being deeply insecure. Right. Um, so that's when I got into the, the health portion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then fast forward into CrossFit, what I fell in love with and what really changed my life mm-hmm. is um, every body type
0: mm-hmm.
1: has a purpose. Every body type has a function, and every body type has a skill.
0: Yeah.
1: So, the people who are more slender are great at gymnastics. Uh-huh. They're great at running. Yeah. That's just their body build, right? Mm-hmm. Like every body build excels at something different. Sure. And um, my body build excelled at lifting heavy things. Yeah. Um, and CrossFit kind of has all of that uh-huh. in one sport.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, and whether or not you're good at one thing or another doesn't make you a better athlete. It just means mm-hmm. you're that. You're better at one thing or the other. And so, um, and then pair that with the community. That's mm-hmm. yeah. the community and the culture is all about do your best. Mm-hmm. It's going to hurt and it's going to suck and you're going to fail but every day you get fitter and you get better. Yeah. So even if you fail, that's not a, a failure because mm-hmm. you're still getting fitter. And, um, and it help, so it helped me really embrace my body. Yeah. It helped me change my mindset from I am that my body is meant to look a certain way and I need to eat mm-hmm. to make it look that way right. to I need to eat to fuel myself <laughs> Properly, yeah, so that my body can function mm-hmm. the best of its capability, and just that like that mentality switch was huge for me,
0: yeah, it sounds like CrossFit was really empowering for you to allow your body to be what it should be, yeah, as opposed to trying to fit it into definitely what other Other people or society says it should look like. Definitely. Hmm.
1: I actually met my husband in CrossFit too. Yeah. That's
0: a good. That's a good bonus.
1: (laughs) It is a good bonus.
0: (laughs) So, and as you're talking about this whole process from age 13 to now owning your own gym, what what was a challenge that you faced throughout kind of this process of owning and opening up a gym?
1: Um, as I thought about how to answer that Uh. question. I was gonna say something like it's it's difficult. It was difficult for me to find my voice as a leader Hmm. with all the opinions out there about how you should open a gym and what you know. Just sure starting a new endeavor, everybody has opinions about how it should go, and so that was probably a minor challenge compared to Mm -hmm. what ended up happening um, a week before we opened the gym. Mm -hmm. My husband's sister died um, tragically, and she left two little girls um, behind. And um, so we are in the process now of adopting them. But that that happened one week before the gym opened. Wow. Yeah, I you know that it was just a lot being a new mom myself with a four month yeah. old at the time mm-hmm. and then being a new business owner and then now being a mom of like zero to three in yeah. less than that's four a, months that's it was a lot
0: of changes in a short amount of time.
1: Yeah, it was a it was definitely a lot. Mm. And um as a business owner, I was very conflicted. Mm. Um definitely in the beginning because and I, I talked to my business partner Dee Closton a lot about it and um Kind of like, how do I, how do I do this? Like I have three kids, two and under. Yeah. How am I supposed to run a business and be mm-hmm. a mom and meet their needs? Um, and there was one point in time where I, I called him and I was like, D, I don't, I can't do this anymore. You know, like, or I, I can't co-own with you. Right. And. um he really is like the best business partner ever. He said to me, he was like, Caris, I will not let you back out of this. <laughs> He's like, we will do what we need to do to make it work. But mm-hmm. you're, you know, essentially like, you're called to this, mm-hmm. I see it, everybody sees it. Yeah. Let's make it work. And I mean, probably like his support, mm-hmm. lots of prayers, our church, our family, all that stuff, all that, those things. Like, really, um, it takes a village. Yeah. One to raise a family, but then two to open a gym in the midst of a family yeah. tragedy like that. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely a challenge, and honestly, it still is a challenge. I'm
0: sure.
1: To just figure out childcare, and again, like, what does it mean to be a good mom while yeah. you know prioritizing this over being a business owner, mm-hmm. but then doing both excellently, you know?
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, and. You know, I think on social media or just in our discourse, we have a tendency to put people on a pedestal who have gone through things like you have and are still, you know, persevering on and you know, saying, Oh, she's a super mom and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. I guess just putting that before you now, like what kind of thoughts do you have about that kind of perception of moms and or people in general who are like still going through and overcoming even after these challenges and tragedies? I
1: think um the term "supermom" mm-hmm. to me doesn't apply because, um, so in, in that kind of situation, mm-hmm. for me personally, I'm only sitting here because of my husband, mm-hmm. because of my business partner, because of my mom mm-hmm. who watches the kids, yeah. because of my neighbor who watches the kids. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm only able to do this and and take those pictures on social media Uh and post them because of all those people and so to me the term supermom is is not even real because that implies that i'm doing it that it's just me Mm -hmm. doing it and it's it's definitely not it's it's you know it's humbling when you go through any kind of tragedy or any kind of difficult time but Mm -hmm. the truth is like I would never be able to do anything excellently just by myself Mm -hmm. so that just the community um, my faith and family that that's it really does take a village to do anything excellently i
0: think yeah that makes sense in my
1: experience
0: yeah absolutely and and now we've kind of touched on this a little bit how do your identities of mother coach and anything else that you might be taking on how do those intersect and impact with each other
1: that's a really good question I thought about that one a lot Um, I think that um, I this probably goes into like my passion for CrossFit but Mm -hmm. I love helping people Mm -hmm. reach their goals and I love seeing somebody go from A to B Mm -hmm. I love you know just even as simple as um, my two-year-old daughter was didn't know how to suck on a straw. Uh-huh. And so I taught her how to, you know, yeah. put her lips around the straw and suck on it, mm-hmm. you know. And when she finally got it after like an hour and a half, <laughs> it was so exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just love being able to help people mm-hmm. get from A to B, whatever yeah. their goal might be. And so I think that passion really does intersect. Mm-hmm. And then also, just from my story of how I got into CrossFit, yeah. I'm ex- super excited to impart to them um, a healthy lifestyle. They don't have to do CrossFit, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited about just them growing up in an environment where you know, we take care of our bodies, mm-hmm. we take care of the people around us, and we engage in a healthy lifestyle together as a community,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's fun. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not that boring hour, dark in the basement on the treadmill. You know, where you really hate yourself the entire yeah. hour, <laughs> question your existence. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I think part of it is just like my passion and mm-hmm. helping people reach their goals.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then too, just wanting to impart to them that living a healthy lifestyle is really important. Mm-hmm. But doing it with community and doing it in a way that, you know, engages kind of the fun part of life, that's, yeah. that's how you make it sustainable. Mm. That's how it lasts your entire life. Yeah, so awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, that's all the questions that I had for you. I'm going to toss it back to you for any final words or thoughts that you have about anything we've covered or anything that we haven't. Um,
1: well, I guess... I guess to anybody out there who's wondering like, how, how do I get started, should I do CrossFit, um, am I in shape enough to start CrossFit, it's one I hear a lot, I'll, I'll do it in a, in a year when I shed some pounds, don't wait, um, CrossFit's here to get you in shape, fitness, whatever it is for you, find that thing that you love is here to get you in shape and a good trainer will meet you wherever you at, wherever you are at to help you get to where you want to go. So don't wait. Find up find, find something you love and it will carry you through the rest of your life to live a happy, healthy life for as long as you're here.